Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 239 of Beyond the Weight with Henny and Sandy. Okay, Henny, listen, okay. Today, it's yeah. snowing. Yeah, we have, it's, so right now when I look outside on my patio, I, there are ice pellets on the patio. Yeah. So like it's, at first it was like, is it snow or is it rain? I'm yeah. not sure. Yeah. And then it turned into, is it snow or is it hail? I'm not sure. Yeah. And now I think the actual precipitation has stopped, but the ground is covered in ice. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's an, um. But like, I'm, here's the, but here's the thing, Sandy, not even two weeks ago, mm -hmm. it was like t-shirt weather. I know. It's Canada, honey. <laughs> It's Canada. Canada in the time of climate change. But I mean, I mean, Canadians are always, we're always talking about the weather or how's those Jays? How about those Jays? Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> and, and the Jay season is over and it was yeah. poorly, poorly uh, participated executed. in. Yeah. So, yeah, poorly executed. Good. <laughs> so we're, we're on to weather, which on. also seems to be executing itself rather poorly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. I, this is, I, so I'm, I'm still in Canada, obviously, if I know that the precipitation is what's happening. Um, in the last few days, and I've just had such a fantastic trip. I've, it feels like I've been here a long time because I was with one kid and then I went to another kid's house and then I came back to that kid's, the, the first kid's house. And then, um, now I'm in a hotel downtown with Phil. Uh, and it's just been, it's been lovely because it's been so, it was felt kind of busy some days, but I've managed to keep a lot of days where it's really chill, nice. which has just been so good. So good. And because you keep like you were a week one place and a week another place and a week another place, does it feel like they're sort of like separate vacations? Yeah, because it's different. Um because there been there was like we did have all the family together one day. And so that's always difficult to manage. Not difficult, but it's challenging to have a real good conversation with people mm, when yeah. you know there's a certain amount of time. There's all these people. Everyone's trying to like catch up and and whatever. And so I have the privilege of already having spent time with these people one on one. Yes, and then really having conversations that are really kind of chill, and the things just come up, and you chat about them, and it's like, oh yeah, I want to ask you about this or that or whatever. Um, and so that's that's been really nice, um, and. It's given me also an opportunity to, like I had um, a day with staff last week where we got together and we went and I went nice. to the bougie donut place. So I hadn't been there. So we did that. And, um, and that was nice because generally it's the three of us because, mm -hmm. right. And so you were glad for me to not be there. Uh, is what you're saying. I, you know, not at all, not at all, but it's just different. <laughs> it's just different of course no i mean the dynamic is always different yeah depending on the people who are involved but i think the dynamic with two versus the dynamic with three like it's just a numbers game right like the dynamic yeah. with two is different than three because especially in a situation where like you may be walking because yeah. it's very uncommon to be walking three abreast for example Right. Exactly. Right. So two people are involved in a conversation and one person is either in front or behind, which yes. works, which works quite well. But it's mm -hmm. like you said, it's different when it's just two of you. 
Well, also because you've spent a lot of time with Steph mm. one-on-one. We've, mm. I mean, we've messaged back and forth, but mm. I haven't. And so mm. part of me is like, oh, is there going to be like a lull in conversation, you know, One like, because thing I, I will tell you about Steph is there will never be a lull in conversation. <laughs> There's always something to talk about. She's That's a true. very, very skilled conversationalist. Yes. Yeah. And that's true. That's true. And so I had, of course, I had nothing to worry about. And we had a lot of things to catch up and like, not catch up necessarily, but just um, have a deeper conversation about than what you get on the voice note or texting or or whatever. So it was was really, it was nice. It was really nice. nice. Yeah. And then I saw yesterday, I saw Ruth Ann, who's someone I also know from WW. And um, when I get to see her, like, she's just, she's as you would say, a kick in the pants, you know, she's just so much fun. I just <laughs> love her. She's uh-huh. just fun. And I don't know, as I would her. say, like me personally would say a kick in the pants. I would say a hoot and a half. A hoot and a half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But she has a hoot and a half. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Yeah. I mean, it's a three hour conversation, you yeah. know, which we could have continued on the girl. We've already paid. The girl keeps coming over. Are you guys okay? Yeah. Yeah. We're good. We're good. I'm looking, thinking, okay, do you need our table? Like, what's that, that's what I was worried about. She's probably yeah. being like, why won't these get out of there? There were still lots of tables left, so it okay. wasn't that. But it was just, it was really, really lovely. And then I'm seeing Amanda tomorrow, who I also know from WW, okay. um, which will also be, you know, lovely just to have a, a lunch and conversation. So uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's great. Um, and I just, you know, just have to let everyone know and they can be jealous that I've already done all my Christmas shopping. My gifts have been given out to my children and my grandchildren. They opened them in front of Phil and I, we had a Kahoot game. Oh, did we, did you know that? That we yes. were in your Kahoot account? I didn't, I didn't know. Like I, the only reason I know is because you told me that you were playing a Kahoot. And so I just assumed you were using my account. <laughs> It feels like she gave me the she gave me your password three years ago and I just used it. It was still available. I said, I said I didn't even say anything to her. She'll go into her account maybe and use it. And I'll see like the last Kahoot played. Yeah. <laughs> the Seymour family Christmas. November. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um anyways, that's always fun for family. They they do you know, they they like doing that. So that was fun. Um and then we did I feel like, like- you know, I feel like maybe we should do that with my family this year. I think, I think, your family I think my family like would. It. Yeah. I mean, my family loves, my family likes a game that is uh, easy to play, has little setup, can yeah. be short if it needs to be, mm-hmm. and and that you can have like a person come in and out and it doesn't matter. Correct. Right. And the kids, and the kids can play too. Yeah. Which would be great. Which would be yeah, fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And I mean everyone yeah. like and that's the thing with a Kahoot is with a like with a family function. I mean, everyone has a phone. Yes. So I mean, and then you have a few little iPads here and there for small kids. Yeah. Like and I mean you're mm-hmm. good to go. I'm I'm yeah. gonna look into that. Yeah. And I mean, it was, you know, as I, I ended up winning. I, I I don't know, I just knew all the answers somehow. Wow. And so that was shocking for everyone. That right. I I won, um, and <laughs> so and then you, you have some, yeah, exactly. And then yeah. there was like a little gift, and then they're like, "Oh, you forgot to give out the Christmas gift." Like, "Oh, that was the gift that was for the winner of Kahoot." Oh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> but I said, but I forgot to buy one, so it was really something that I had bought for Dad. 
<laughs> like, <laughs> and so now I get to already robbed, and so I can just get out of prison. Oh my goodness, you're so funny. <laughs> I literally went into the suitcase, was looking at stuff I had bought, and then it's like, oh, like, this will be good. You. Quickly, quickly, I need a gift. Yeah. Hope everyone else likes chocolate orange, because that's what it is. It's... <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that's, uh, now dad can get it again. He'll have it. He'll have it. But, um, but it was fun. And then we celebrated birthdays, and then my granddaughter's birthday the next morning, you know, the kids stayed over, and we had a um, breakfast together, waffles, by Uncle Graham, and then she opened her gift, and the gifts were all hits, and it was just, it was perfect. And now nice. it's all stress free and done, and I'm like, okay, feeling good. Yes. And I was able to find Phil's gift, which is always stressful. That's done. Everything is like, I know, I'm feeling really good about all of that. I love that for you. Uh, several years ago, with my family, we started doing our Christmas celebration earlier in December. And so mm -hmm. often it's the first or second weekend in December, which makes that like period of time stressful. Yeah. But it is truly like, well, I mean, for you, it's, it's the beginning of November, but like when, yeah. it's, when it's December 10th and all of that festivity is over, I mean, it really is. Yeah. A, it, it really is really pleasant. Like it's yeah. a, it's a really nice. And like, the thing is, you know, my, a lot of my siblings have in-laws that they'll go to for, yes. for Christmas. Right. So it's yeah. nice for them because it, it frees that time up. So then it doesn't, yeah. doesn't always have to be a, I have to visit two families in one day, or, yes. you know, I have to do this family on this day, this year and next year I do the other family or, you know, it just, yeah. it's, it's so much simpler for everyone to just, let's just do this sooner. Yeah. And then people can travel and not feel mm -hmm. bad about it or not feel yeah. like missing out. People can go to other family. People can do nothing, you know, yeah. like it's, uh, it just sort of frees all of that up. And, and I really, I think, I think I said this on the podcast earlier this year, but I know for sure that I told you, Sandy, that this past year, instead of doing Mother's Day in May and Father's Day in June, we picked a day in the middle and we celebrated yes. both of them at the same time. Yeah. And like, there is nothing that I love more, I think, than celebrating an event not on the day. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like I, re I really find it, I find that the 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 stress and the pressure of the day is alleviated a little bit because we're celebrating like in the case of mother's day or father's day like we're celebrating mom and dad but we're not celebrating mom on mother's day because it's mother's day and everyone is doing like you know yeah. like we're, it's it's like i mean we're still celebrating you know quote unquote Mother's Day and Father's Day, but because it's a different day, because it's together, like it's just it just feels a little bit less like the the hype is not quite there. Right. And, and the fun and the 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 genuine meaning behind it is still there. You mm -hmm. know? And I feel that way with the holiday season also for my family to celebrate Christmas not on Christmas Eve. Yeah. It also feels that way, like the, instead of the build up to this big day, it's just like, okay, this is the day that we've chosen. This day works for everyone. And let's just have fun and celebrate. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely we will. I think this will be something we will continue. And I actually, as you're saying that, thinking, you know what, that May, June, because we have so many birthdays in May yeah. and Mother's Day is in the, like right there, you know? Yeah. 
And so it becomes like, uh, but this way, if we did that, then my, like my, uh, my, like my daughter-in-law can celebrate Mother's Day, you know, when they have like one, well, one has kids and yeah. then the, the boys also, and without having, and then they have their families also to do. Mm-hmm. And then I don't feel like I'm the one that's always giving in or the one that I'm waiting to see when someone's going to, I think I just need to take it into my own hands. Mm -hmm. The Christmas thing, my parents from like when my kids were young, always went away for the winter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they, because my dad retired at 52. Right. And so they were gone. And so we always celebrated in October. Right. And it was great because then I, then the same thing, it was like, you know, when I was with John, if his parents were around, because they often went away too. But then when we were separated and then divorced, I only had the kids every second, you know, we woke up with them every second morning or then we got them after. Mm-hmm. And there were many times that Phil and I just went to a movie in the afternoon or whatever. And it was fine. Yeah. You know, and it, it yeah. was, so it doesn't, I'm not hung up on the day, you know, yeah. I I just want, if I can get everyone together. Yeah. And I think it's easier when they can manage gifts and all of that. Plus, when you give your gifts out early like that, you're the first one that gets to buy the kids the things that they want. Mm. And they get it before. My grandchildren get their gifts before Christmas when they're getting all this other stuff. Yeah. And And so they get to enjoy it early. Yeah. So there is some, so you know, for people out there who may be thinking, you know what? This doesn't sound too bad. It yeah. is it's actually really nice. And it's not, there isn't a lot of pressure around it. And the weather is never a worry either, which is always mm-hmm. like, oh, and then I have a snowstorm. Or, oh, we got to do this. Or, whoa, whatever. And we still had turkey. Pumpkin, we had pumpkin pie because we were celebrating, you know, many different. It was Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, <laughs> yeah. birthday it cake. A, it, a, it was a, just a multi-celebration. Yeah. And we rented the party room, which was dated and kind of scary looking to be honest with you but it served its function it was big enough we weren't we had lots of room perfect 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 so anyways very happy about all of that love all of it well i'm it sounds like you've had a really nice holiday i have thank you great all right shall we take yes oh next did you just say next year i'll be home next year i'll be home yeah (laughs) even better even better (laughs) (laughs) i love that shall we take a hard turn yes please okay so i um i sent you a a link to a podcast earlier today to say Mm -hmm. i think you'll enjoy this and like if you've got a chance listen to it because Mm -hmm. i think there's stuff in here to talk talk to you about and i will tell you that the reason that it was on my radar is because steph sent it to me yesterday okay and so it it just seems so it's a podcast episode from my mv alex breakdown and i know last week i had just after not having listened to the podcast like her podcast for a long time i stumbled Mm -hmm. across an episode and had things to talk about and so we did that last week so it's just coincidental that two weeks in a row we have things from her podcast to talk about but this particular episode the guest was justine bateman and it was a really interesting conversation and immediately when i saw who the who the guest was i thought aha 
first of all, I think Sandy will be interested in the conversation because it's a conversation about um, aging and society's standards for women as they age in particular mm -hmm. and, and, and where these ideas come from about what is um, a, the appropriate way to look as you age, you know, and, yeah. and where do we get these ideas from? Yeah. And so I thought, well, Sandy's going to be interested in this anyway. But then I also remember a long, long time ago that mm -hmm. we talked briefly on the podcast because you had read or started reading, reading. one of her the, books. Yeah, the, uh, it's called Face. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So Which I thought, is, wow. Yeah. Sandy's going to be into this and let's go. So, and you did listen. I did listen. Okay. So do you have some uh, overall takes on it or was there something in particular that you uh, were thinking about? Uh, I think, I mean, it's, it's, it was interesting because it is something that mm, I, 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 when I look in the mirror, I see more and more now of myself aging, like things that I'd never really noticed. Even taking, when I take a photo before I send it to you, I'm just like, holy crow. And this lighting and the way the camera is like, I, look at those lines all over my face. Like I got a lot of lines, like a lot of places and a lot of like things happening that I don't know why I don't see them when I'm just looking in the mirror, but then to see it in a photo, mm. I do see it, which is... Mm it's striking to me. I, but I also don't, I mean, she talked, Justine Bateman was talking about the reason that she wrote the book face was because she had just released another book that she had written and it was about growing up or being in Hollywood. Right. I forget mm -hmm. what the name of that book was anyway. And she happened to see some uh, comments that were written and they were like, Look how, how old is she? Look how old she looks. Like all these comments about how she looked. Yeah. And she said she was 40 at the time. And now she's she's 57 because she's a year younger than me. Okay. And and she was like, she thought she looked pretty good. Yeah. Like she she was looking in the mirror thinking, I don't even see what they what they see. But it, that sort of led her then into this whole thing about why is it that people are so obsessed with how women age and how women look and where this why or why do like where's the standard who set some standard like mm -hmm. that you that you can't be now interesting way i was out we were out for dinner with with um, my daughter and her partner last night mm -hmm. and she was talking about how young people which also this was brought up in the podcast was that you do these pre-aging. Mm. So she's like, Jess is like, like, I don't get it. Like people I know who are like 26, 27, like they're having fillers and Botox and it's all about their lips and all of this. And she's like, what you, you, it's to prevent like, so that you never ever get the lines. Like, I don't, she said, I don't understand it. And even I said to her, I said, well, I said, I know I have my hatchet. And, and then of course, cream's like, what is your hatchet? What is that? I'm like this. Can't you see? Like, it looks like someone took a, and it's like, like a they, crease in your forehead. Yes. Which is yeah. very deep and it's just permanently there. And, and I said, and it's like, they said, oh, you need fillers and then you need Botox. And immediately my daughter's like, why would you do that? 
Why would you even think about? And I said, I got not like I, yeah. I said it. This was a long time ago. I mean, clearly at this point. And then Phil said something and I look on and I said, oh, I'm sorry, crow's feet, like all around your eyes, you know, <laughs> which led to the discussion like, oh, but that, that yeah, but that just looks um, like distinguished. And then it started in. Why is it that it's distinguished with with a man? But for a woman, she just looks old. You know, oh, look at her face. She's sagging all over. Well, excuse me for aging. Yeah. You know, why, why, why were we not allowed to age? Anyway, that was a all over the place answer. But there were things that were so timely just because we'd had this discussion last night. And then um, it was, uh, what's her name? Mame? I can't say My uh, Maya, Maya Maya Bialik, who was talking about when she was on, it must have been when she was on the Big Bang Theory, because she and, and Jim Parsons, Jim Parsons, right, yeah. were older than the other people on the show. And she was yeah. like, I was 10 years older than them. And I was like, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. 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 So many of those, it's funny how, like, that often happens that things that we were just talking about or things that we were yeah. just sort of involved in. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, you hear it somewhere else or you, you know, you hear that conversation happening in another, in another pl place or space. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, certainly there are a lot of pieces that, that you just touched upon that were in the podcast episode two that's interesting to think about like the difference between how we view men aging versus women aging and this idea that it's this real like 2023 focus on and I mean it's not just yeah. 2023 but I would say like the 20 teens and 2020s you know this focus for young people to be injecting their faces with things to prevent wrinkles or to prevent other you know, thing, you know, aging or signs of aging in the future, like stuff like that. Like it's, it, it really does feel like a, a, a signpost of this time, you know, that, yeah. that this was not something that would have been done before. And maybe it won't be something that's done in the future either. You know, yeah. we, we don't know. Right. Um, it was interesting to me also just to think about, you know, what, what things it, it like what things we're stuck upon with ourselves you know mm -hmm. like um and then what other things we don't really care about and and i think that um was it i think mayam said that that she that her her kids were saying that she was the only yes. the only mom of all of their friends that didn't dye her hair yes Right. And yeah. just how like and they were just commenting like yeah. on just how odd it was that that every other mom of all of their friends, of all their of their friend group, they all dyed their hair and she didn't. Mm -hmm. Not just not that it was odd that she didn't, but that it was odd. Like, can you believe all these people dye their hair? Correct. You know? Yeah. Um, and so I was just thinking about that, like because there were a couple of times in the episode where they were talking about aging and the way that women's bodies and faces in particular change when and as we age and and then like and then Justine Bateman would say like you know well it just I mean that's just your face like you just like yeah. who cares and yeah. and then like and and Mayim said a couple of times she's like I hear you 
and I and I want to be with you. She's like, but I also can't help but think, but if you had this, you would think differently. But if you had like jowls yeah. hanging down to your your past your chin, or if yeah. you weren't a thin person, or if you like, she's like, I, I can't help. She's like, my brain just goes there. Like I can't help but think, okay, but if you had this, you might think differently. Yeah. You know, and, mm -hmm. and so it's that like, uh, real intense feeling that there are certain things that are okay to, uh, sort of put up with. And then there are certain things that you, that it's like, okay, but at this point, like, that's where I draw the line, you know? Right. And, and of course, from person to person, that's going to change. And I think the, the severity of the line you draw changes too. But I was just thinking about it for myself as I was listening, mm. you know, like, I mean, I don't, yeah, I, I, there are a lot of things about, yeah, about my, my face that I just, I mean, I just can't, the, like, even wearing makeup, like, I very rarely would I put any makeup on my face, I mean, let alone, like, a full face of makeup, no, thank you, like, the, it's yeah. just not gonna happen, I mean, a little eyeshadow to, like, lighten up the, the eyelids, I mean, I like that, I, I, I think it looks nice, I don't think I look nicer with it than without, that's, yeah, Right. I, I just, yeah. but I do think that sometimes it looks nice. I think especially like if I'm dressing up anyway, that I'm like, but I'm dressing up and putting something sparkly on. I want my yes. eyes to be sparkly too. You know, like it, it just feels like it all goes together, but it's not well, a matter of like, I think it's, be I think I look better that way. No, but there's a difference between thinking you look better, but, and also feeling better. Mm. Right. You can do things like, so that was the one thing when they started the podcast, they wanted to really make like, this is not, Justine is not about ever, like never, ever putting on makeup mm -mm. or doing anything like that. That is not where she's coming from that everyone should just do all natural, whatever no. she said. That, that is, that's not where I'm coming from. My thing is, is that if you choose not to, and you don't want to, you shouldn't be forced to, or feel like, like, she, and, and I think that was her thing was really trying to empower women to be like, but who says you have to yeah. like that's you have to have that conversation with yourself and be like, if you don't look, like, why don't you feel comfortable with that? There's something else that's making you not feel comfortable about it. It could be that you, that you don't feel at your best and it affects your confidence, whatever. And that there's nothing wrong with that. Nobody can tell you that that that's wrong and that you're vain no. or that you shouldn't do things. You have your own reason for doing or not doing the things that you do as far as your appearance goes, as far as your behavior, yeah. all of those things. Yeah. And unfortunately there's been uh, silent and very loud messages about what we should or what we shouldn't do, what is acceptable, what's not acceptable. They talked about in different cultures, shaving legs, shaving armpits, yeah. you know, and then when you are exposed to something different and then you're just, that, that to you is weird, you know, like, oh, wow. Why, why is it? Why do we think it's not attractive if, if a woman doesn't shave her legs? Mm -hmm. I think if someone in North America, it seems, it's just different and odd to us because it's not the norm. That's why. 
I mean, I know for sure. Well, and that's exactly, I'm glad you said all of that. And I'm glad that you said, you know, that the the point of this was not to say you shall not wear makeup. You shall never have plastic surgery. You shall never like, that's not the point at all. It's really what you're saying. It's, it's to think about why is it, why is it that I'm doing this? Why is it that I feel that I should be doing this? Or Mm -hmm. is it that I just want to do it? Or is it that it makes me feel better or whatever, right? And and so that's what I was doing when I was thinking about things that I do or don't do. I was like, okay, but why am I doing that? Like, are there things that I'm doing because I feel that I should? Are there things that I'm doing because I feel Mm. like if I don't, there will be a comment? You know, like, and, and so, I mean, so I was thinking about that and, and I don't know as there are, I will tell you though, that, um, when I, when I first, like when I started shaving my legs, um, it was because I had, I had never shaved my legs before and I was in grade nine phys ed. So it was an all girls class and we were playing baseball outside at the, at the diamond. And the people who were waiting were like sitting up on a hill and we were in our shorts mm-hmm. and because it was the spring and girls were like looking, like, admi- like looking at and admiring and like comparing each other's legs. Uh. And I wasn't a part of the conversation. I was like off to the side and like sitting doing my like doing my own thing, but like watching and listening to this conversation and all of them like looking at each other's legs. And I remember thinking to myself, I need to shave my legs because if if they were comparing their legs to my legs, like they would have something to say about it. Hmm. And and so I remember going home and saying to mom, like, okay. Like I, I have to shave my legs. And she was like, okay, mm-hmm. if you're ready to do it. Like, and now I had grown up watching her shave her legs. Like, so, I mean, yeah. I knew of it. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but that was the day that I decided to do it. Uh, interesting. Now today I feel very differently about shaving my legs. I am <laughs> to be, to be honest, I shave my legs more often now than I did when I was younger. I, be, but it's yeah. because we don't like the, like, I don't like the feel of stubble. Yeah. And so it's not about what it looks like. It's not about what anyone says or doesn't say about it. I really don't care. I just personally don't like the feel of it. And mm. so, and so I have to, I, so I choose to continue doing that. Yeah. But I, why did I start? Certainly, certainly, certainly started because I thought that I thought that I I thought that I should, and also it was a way to protect myself from what I thought could be harm potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like like about my hair. I wish that my gray would come in faster than it has. Mm. It's the truth. Because I feel like then, like my hair is like a mousy kind of color and I don't have enough gray. And so I, I know if I don't have, because I did at one point when I moved like in 2014, I didn't dye my hair. I just left it. And then when I had highlights again, I realized, oh, I actually feel more of myself when I like that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel it brightens up my face. I feel very like, mm, about myself, like looking in a mirror when I don't. And so I like to have more blonde highlights in it. 
Mm-hmm. I don't care about the color of my hair, but as long as I have the blonde highlights in it, then that's better. But I mean, I wish my hair would go grayer faster and maybe it will. My mom hardly has any gray hair. She's yeah. got like maybe 10 on her head. That's it. Right. So, I so mean, this might be as gray as you get. It could be as gray as I get. My grandmother also had no gray hair. My mom's mom. So I don't know. Maybe I won't. Because my dad's got a full head of gray hair. <laughs> but, um, and so I choose to do that because it does lift my spirits. It does make me feel, it's not what my husband said anything. It's not like someone told me that I should or I shouldn't do it. I, I do it because I want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to go back to one thing because you were talking about the things that you'll draw the line in the sand, but mm. we do draw a line in the sand, honey. A lot of us, when it comes to weight mm-hmm. and I know you do, that is somewhere where you will draw a line. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it's interesting how we can some, and one aspect of our appearance draw lines in certain things and what the other things we just accept and are okay with. Well, I was thinking about, I was thinking about, that was part of the reason that I thought this was going to be such a great conversation for us today, because I mean, anything to do with, you know, health and our overall wellness and aging is a real, a big part of that. Right. And, and, um, it was funny at one point they were talking about menopause and they were like, why do we call it menopause? Like, why isn't it menopause? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought that's a real good point because menopause means not that your menstruation is pausing. (laughs) So, but, uh, but I, I kept thinking about like more than just what does my face look like when it's aging? What do my arms look like when they're aging? I thought about what does my body look like at different weights? Yeah. Right. Because, because, and, and I think, I think a lot of the, the double standards that exist when it comes to aging between men and women and correct me, I mean, listeners, correct me if I'm wrong, but, but I think, especially in, in heterosexual circles, I think that there is a different pressure or a different expectation of women when it comes to weight than of men. Um, not to say that the genuine and the genuine and the general North American beauty standard is slim for both men and women. I think it is, but I think there's, there's more leeway with what is societally acceptable for men than there is for women to us, to a certain point. Um, so I, because they actually use the term dad bod. Yeah, 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 that's right. Which doesn't seem, I mean, maybe for, I'm not a dad, so, but maybe to a dad, they would feel that that was a derogatory um, label. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. But when people, but when people, I mean, for sure, but in general, when people are talking about dad bods, they say it warmly. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not into my to my knowledge, it's not usually used as a derogatory statement. Now, yeah. like you said, that doesn't mean that it's not taken that way, but, Correct. but I don't think it's usually used that way. So like there is, there are a lot of like things, like uh, connections between, you know, thinking about aging in our bodies and thinking about weight in our bodies. I think because it's all thinking about our bodies, right? And our mm. physical appearances and how we carry ourselves and how we present ourselves to the world. Yeah. 
-hmm. right? And like, I don't feel like, I don't feel that I need to put makeup on my face to feel better about how my face looks, but I'm very careful about the type of clothing that I wear. Okay. Right. Like, like I, I don't like to wear things that are tight around my stomach because I don't, because I want to mask the multiple roles that exist there, you know, like, and so, 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 I mean, even for me to say like, you know, that these different things about my face or my physical feature from an, my physical features from an age standpoint, don't really bother me, but then other things weight related do. So, you know, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting what matters to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And what doesn't. And and it's different from person to person. Yeah. I mean, I can look at my face and see, like, there's lots of things going on. Like, and then some things I think almost sneak up on you. And one, you know, I can, underneath my chin, like, and it's crepey now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, you know, that, I don't really like that. Or certain things in my, around my lips, you know, I don't like. But it's not to the point where I'm like, you know, spending two hours trying to like put stuff on to like make it look different. I'm more concerned, you know, recently because I have milia. Yeah. You know, like I think there's like the little, little like fat deposits or something that are under the skin. They look like a whitehead. Yeah. And and so I've started using because you know when I go to my facial guy, he's like, oh, so what are you using? And I'm like, well, clearly, you know, I'm not using dick because, oh, sorry, anything. <laughs> I'm not using anything. Because you're looking at my face, you're asking me a question you already know the answer to. Like, let's just be honest here, right? You know? And he just laughs. And so last time I said to him, can you suggest something to me? Uh And so he sent me a couple of things. And one of them is um, CeraVa, C-E-R-E-V-A. Oh, but, okay, yeah, yeah. But but there's a there's one that's a, a daily wash that's like got a gentle scrub that's got acetosilic acid in it, and it's for like bumpy, rough skin. And I can tell you that I started using that, and these things are coming right off my face. Okay. And and leaving my face really nice. I'm I'm yeah. going to see him on Monday, so I'm going to see what he's going to say if he's going to yeah. look. I was a really good student by doing it, but I actually give. <laughs> I said to Phil, you can use this on your face too. Yeah. It's just been a really, really nice thing. That bothers me. That does bother me to have those things because I've have a couple that I've been have been for a long time and I just haven't been able to get rid of them. I don't like yeah. them. That yeah. bugs me. But other stuff, it's like, I don't know. The, I There's, laughed. Be, I laughed because in the in the podcast she talked about the um, the stretch marks or the wrinkles in the cleavage. And I had something I have noticed on myself and I'm just like, man, <laughs> what is happening here? You know? So then you're like filling around to try and move it, a skin, like <laughs> stretch the skin around a little, a little bit. bit. You know? <laughs> it's like, gosh, I mean, it's everywhere, honey. It's everywhere. You can't get rid of it. It's like, no, it pops up somewhere else. I have, you know, it's crepey between my, like inside of my thighs has got really crazy you know it's just like man it's like everywhere everything's happening the right. other thing i notice is that as a couple aging you don't i don't notice it i mean i see phil's face but it's not it it's because i see it every day i see yeah. him every day so the his body everything doesn't really change but then i'll see a photo of us and i'll be like wow yeah. yep 
Wow. You know, look at your, look how dark your hair was even four years ago. Look how dark your hair was and how gray you've gotten, you know? Yeah. Which is, it's just interesting to notice those things. But every day when you see them, you don't, like, he doesn't look older to me. Yeah. I know he is, but he doesn't look older to me. So then I have to be like, well, he probably feels the same way about me. Yeah. Right? Like, he's not thinking, oh, you look really old. No. I mean, and he's never made a comment about anything. He's never commented on my weight. He's never commented on anything ever, you know? Well, I can't say that because sometimes I've had like a, like I had a little thing on my knee or something like, and he's like, is that an ingrown hair? Maybe the dermatologist can take that out. (laughs) They can't without cutting it out. So then that's the end of that. But I was like, okay. The answer to ingrown hair is always a hot compress that's the best thing yeah. for it but this has been here i had this thing before before him before oh. you were in my life i feel this thing has been here like it's right. just where it, it's that's what it is it's there it's just I don't know thing. anyways they said it wasn't an ingrown hair it was something else so it's, 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 it's a nubbin it, it's whatever <laughs> sorry yeah. i i'm you know there's five faults. There's like I'm blemished. <laughs> blemished. <laughs> there, there, are few faults, few, but, but, that, but they are there. They are there. <laughs> what I liked about Justina, she actually made a lot of really good like suggestions and strategies to have about even thinking before you're going somewhere and being concerned if you're concerned or you don't want to go somewhere the reasons why why don't you want to go like what what it, what do you think is going to happen but actually giving them airtime mm-hmm. like she suggested writing things down mm-hmm. and so i was listening to this with alexandra my daughter-in-law and she was saying these are the things like i i've been working through like in therapy is like my, she's telling me, write these, like, what is it you're afraid of? Like, write them down. Like, actually, like, look at them, say them out loud. Like, are they actually true? Like, are they mm-hmm. going to be true, you know? Um, rather than to just sort of internalize them and you you end up saying, yes, you want to go somewhere, but you really don't want to go. And then you never think about why is it that I don't want to go? Mm-hmm. Why don't I want to go? Because last time I went, I didn't have a good time because I'm not really interested in the people that are there because the the event is not important to me. I'd rather spend my time doing other things. All of these reasons are legitimate reasons Mm -hmm. and no one can question them. They're your reasons. You shouldn't Mm -hmm. be bullied into doing something. You should be able to say, I I just don't want to go. So it doesn't interest me. I won't have a good time. It's not a good use of my time. And I, I get to make those decisions. And I think sometimes too, when you really are able to narrow it down to why is it that I feel this way, that can help inform your decision making about whether or not you do, like in the example you're talking about with going somewhere, it it can inform your decision as to whether or not you decide I'm going to go anyway, or I'm not going to go, right? Because because if I don't want to go some, like if I really don't feel like going somewhere and, and I think to myself, okay, why don't I feel like going going. I don't feel like going because the last time I went, I really didn't have a good time and Mm. the exact same people are going to be there and we're doing the exact same thing. Well, at this point, what's the point in going? Like, you know, but if I didn't, if I don't want to go because I 
am feeling pressured about something else that I have on my plate. And mm -hmm. I'm worried that if I go to this, I'm using up this time for something else. Like then I have to think to myself, okay, but I could get something positive out of this also. So mm -hmm. I owe it to myself to go, you know, like, and, and so I think when you can really narrow down the why it can mm -hmm. help you make a better decision for yourself. Yeah. Right. And, and this is something that, that we talk about when it comes to our, um, our eating habits, when it comes to our like other healthy behaviors or unhealthy behaviors, you know, like really distilling things down to the why. And then, mm -hmm. and then going deeper and deeper and deeper, right? Like, so yeah. why this? Okay, but why that? Okay, but why that? Okay, but why? And like get to the actual root response or the, the root cause. I mm -hmm. think Justine Bateman called it the root fear. Yeah. Like, what is it really that you're afraid of? Yeah. And, and, then, and then that can help you either stand firm in your decision mm -hmm. or change your mind on something or, you know, um, encourage you to try something like to, to maybe make some sort of an adjustment to try something a little bit different as opposed to just saying no, like it, it can lead you to a whole bunch of different things because you, you truly have this understanding of, okay, but this is exactly what's going on. I think there's a lot of, a lot of power in the why. Uh -huh. And I mean, and you can apply that to anything. I mean, you know, particularly like this, they started out really talking about appearance, women's appearance and things. And it's the same thing. It's like if you are having to spend X amount of time getting ready in the morning, but you really, you really don't want to do it. You have to ask yourself, why am I doing it? Mm -hmm. Because I don't, yeah. because I won't be taken seriously because people will not value my opinion because like all of these things, but why? And, and not even just the why, Henny, but then you have to say, okay, why? But is that true? Where's mm -hmm. the proof to this? Mm -hmm. You have to then question it. When was there a time when I didn't dress this way or I didn't act in this way or I didn't go to work with a full face of makeup and I was treated differently mm -hmm. or felt undervalued? You know, and if you don't have the, the backup to it, then it probably yeah. didn't happen. Like it, and yeah. it's not going to happen. And mm -hmm. sometimes you have to test it. Test yeah. it out. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah. You know? Um because it I mean we it's like getting out of our own way with that. It's like, okay, but we've made all of these things up because we perceive that that's why what's going to happen. But we don't even know if it's gonna happen or not. And most of the time it won't happen. Yeah. It was never gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. At one point they were talking about, and I, and I think I have the, the wording a little bit wrong, but it, the idea is right, that they were talking about, you know, that as, as we get older, we often get more fearful about like mm. doing things or trying things or, you know, and, and they were like, but that makes zero sense because the older you are, the more experiences you've had yes. to prove that this is not the case. And so, yeah. and so why does the fear get stronger? Like you have, yeah. all, you have this whole, and this sort of what you're saying, you have this whole like album of experiences that show that, you know, nothing happened. It was fine. You know, everything yeah. was, everything was good. It went exactly as you expected, you know? And like, and so we have this whole album to, of, of experiences to, to look at. And yet we're still like convinced that it's, you know, it's going to be a disaster. Yeah. But I think, I think, in, and even saying that is that that's what you have to remember at those times when you're doubting yourself as being like, well, wait a minute, 
but I already know that I did this. I already know that I did that. I've already know that this isn't what happened and that it's okay. And so I can, yeah. you know, I, I don't, that is not a fear that is a real fear. You know, it's not even, it's, it's like, it's like worrying about a fear that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like, you know, which, which is silly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel silly when we're experiencing it. No, 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 no. And we all, I mean, I would imagine we all have those things. For sure, for sure. But yeah. then you just need a friend like Henny and be like, that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just get out there. This Let's is what go. I'm feeling. And then I'll tell you something. Well, this is way. well, it's really only this. And she'll be, this is right. I know. Okay. <laughs> I know you know. But I just want you to know that I also know. <laughs> so that we can both, you know, thinking I don't know. Because I do know. <laughs> Sometimes instead of saying I know, I say, like, I had a sense of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But sometimes you just write, I know. Sometimes I sometimes I just have to say, I know. I, I yeah. know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, uh, did, I, did I tell you? Did I tell you? I don't know if I told you this story. Mm. Maybe I told you the story. I don't think I told it on the podcast. Uh, it doesn't, <laughs> maybe it doesn't pay me in the best light. However, I'm going to tell the story anyway. Um, a couple of weeks ago, one of my students, and now keep in mind, I teach grade three, so I have this year, so I have eight year olds, right? And so one of my students was like, I don't know, at, at some point was, Miss Hamilton, you know what? You know what? Tomorrow, or no, in, in two days, it's my birthday. And so my response to him, No, you did. What did you say? I said, I don't care. <gasps> Henny, that's terrible. And then as soon as it was out of my mouth, I realized like, ooh, that was probably not the right thing to say to an eight-year-old. And so and so then I had to like back up a little bit. And so then I was like, oh, I said, okay. So said you're so I sort of like like did a like a like a smile, like smirky face to him, like that I was like teasing. Like, oh, him. I don't care. Yeah. And uh and I was like, so I said it's in two days. And he said yes. And I said, okay, but is it about like whatever we're doing right now? And he was like, no. And I said, okay, so can we care about it later? And he was like, sure. So I was like, okay, great. And so so the next day he was like, Miss Hamilton, guess what? It's my birthday tomorrow. And I was like, oh yeah? And he was like, you don't care? I said, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was a couple of weeks ago, right? So today, I kid you not, today, these kids are so funny. I'm, the bell rings. It's the more, it's nine o'clock in the morning. I open the portable door. I stand and like, I'm, you know, welcoming them all in. Good morning. Come in, blah, 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 you know? And so then one of the kids comes in and like puts his backpack away and he comes right back. And he was like, Miss Hamilton, I'm going to tell you this. And I already know you don't care. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I said, uh, he's like, it's my birthday on Monday. And I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. So now it seems like it's okay. You got I, out of it, but that. I think it's fine. I think it's fine, but I'm pretty sure that they all believe that I really don't care about birthdays, but you know what? I actually, I actually don't care about birthdays. <laughs> and you know what? Here's the thing about birthdays that I, I mean, I don't really care about birthdays in general. Like I don't really care about my birthday. I'm I don't I'm not a real birthday person. I don't really care. But here's my thing on birthdays in school. I really don't like I know some teachers love to make a big deal. They love to have like a whole class sing along for the birthday. And not every kid has a birthday at school. And so I have a real oh, problem. 
I have a real problem with like making a big deal out of birthdays at mm. school when not everyone gets to do it. You know what I mean? But like, have, but that bothers you with everything. It bothers you to celebrate Mother's Day. It bothers you to celebrate Father's Day. It, it bothers all of those, all yeah. of those. Yeah, yeah, it really Valentine's does. Day. Okay, Ugh. honey, but here's where I'm going to call BS on you, because you love Halloween and you have no problem with dressing up, and not everybody in your class celebrates. So, so, and you're right, and and I do dress up, but we don't. And I did make my kids cupcakes, but but in my defense, two things, in my defense, (laughs) one, every kid gets a cupcake, whether they celebrate Halloween or not. Yeah. Right. Every kid gets a cupcake. And two, um, it's not about like, I mean, I'm dressed up, but it doesn't matter to me if the other kids are dressed up. Mm-hmm. Right, like I don't care if they, I mean, of course it's cute if kids dress up, but like it's not, I'm not pumping it and hyping it with the kids. Like it's Halloween tomorrow, everyone's gonna wear a costume, everyone's gonna do like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't really care. I okay. love it, and so I'm gonna wear my costume, and you okay. do you, you know? Okay, okay, but but it is something that I think about for sure. That yeah, because because there are a lot of kids who don't celebrate Halloween. Yeah, but I guess I mean if teachers wanted I mean, to, probably a better thing would be every like for one like every all the birthdays in October, right? And so then or November, right? But then even that is a little wonky because then so then every kid gets to celebrate the birthdays for their month, but then if you're a June, July, or August birthday, you all three months have to share one month. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? I, like, I, just, well, I don't know. So it's over, I think it's a little overthinking, but if it's if it's your birthday, I will say yeah. happy birthday to you. Like this, like this, like the kid. To me, the thank kid, you. I the, the kid a couple of weeks ago that I that I like before I yeah. even thought about it had said I don't care. I made a point on his birthday of saying like I said to him I called his name and he was like what I, and and he's like yeah he's like you know what day it is. And he was like, what? I said, it's your birthday. And he smiled. So like yeah. I did mi- try, but like, I am not about to have a class rendition of happy, of uh, happy birthday. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No. That's, it's, yeah. it's not, it's not what we're doing. That's not what we're doing. Yeah. Here. That's, that's not yeah. what we do in grade three. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do it in grade eight either, folks. <laughs> no, we didn't do it in grade <laughs> But, but I just, I, truly laughed out loud this morning when this other kid was like I know you're not going to care <laughs> I'm like okay <laughs> very glad I mean very funny they're very. they're funny it's a yeah. it's a it's a fun age to teach it's a fun yeah. age to teach most of the time <laughs> sometimes it's a like he pushed me he's pushing he's pushing me yeah. well he's pushing me well he's pushing me I'm like and so truly, like when that happens, I'm just say I just say to them, I'm not answering these or I'm not I'm not dealing with these problems. <laughs> solve it, solve it yourself. <laughs> oh well let me tell you a funny thing. So so Riley, my granddaughter, who yeah. knows, so she has she needs some braces and some some work um on her mouth because her teeth really do protrude like her upper jaw mm-hmm. and her there's lots of spacing between her teeth. Um, anyways, they, they went to a new school. And so I said to her, how's it going? And, she, and the older one, Nevea, says, oh, Miss Riley is getting into trouble at school. And I was like, oh. And she said, yeah, I'm having trouble making friends because the kids are all making fun of me. And I said, Aww. oh, for what? And she said, because of my teeth. 
And I said, oh, I said, uh, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. And so anyway, I guess what happened was, right, because then Nevaeh ratted out Riley and said, yeah, but that's because the kids said something about, oh, you look at your teeth. You're stupid because you have, because look at your teeth. And she oh. said, yeah, but I can get my teeth fixed, but sorry, but look at your face. <laughs> and, and the principal was around the corner and heard. And so, so Riley's like, so what I didn't know was like at my old school, because she shocks, because at my old school, like we would both get in trouble. She goes, but at my new school, mm. only the person who responds gets in trouble. So the person that said it didn't get in any trouble, Jeej. It was just me. I'm the mm. one that got in trouble. She goes, but I didn't know those were the rules. <laughs> But so she's like, well, yeah, but I don't have a lot of friends because people say oh, that my teeth. I said, you know, sweetie, the thing is, is that how well you're doing in class or, or like how smart in quotations you are has absolutely nothing to do with your dental situation when your teeth. No. And you know that. Yeah. So. And she's going Friday to go to see about they, they've they're taking all of the x-rays and everything to okay. start. Yeah. Because it breaks That's my heart. Yeah. She's well, and she's just she's so young, right? Like, like this is the thing that I don't understand. Like when kids are so yeah. young and they're still so mean. Yeah, she's nine and she's she's and she's outgoing and fun and bubbly and so caring and loving and to uh and like uh precocious. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like hmm. it really breaks my heart. I think it like I can give her as a call home and everything. So it was like traumatizing for her. Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a great conversation. I really did enjoy the podcast. Um, I did too. I would, I would absolutely recommend it to people. And it was interesting too, because even like, you know, sometimes when you're listening to a podcast, the, the, the host and the guests, like, I don't want to say like they agree with everything that say but like the hope because there's a, a yeah. host and a guest the host is sort of like welcoming everything that the guest said but both of these women really pushed back on a couple yes. of different things with each other and that yeah. made it a really great conversation yeah you know i i yeah. yeah i would i would highly recommend it so thank you steph for throwing that onto yeah thank you and, thank you uh, thank you penny for you know like passing it over yeah. to me thanks for uh sharing in that conversation with me sandy yeah, uh, I will. I will think twice before I tell an eight-year-old that I don't care about something next time. Yeah, that's what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> but you think you've done like the damage control was okay? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was fine. And and the, and the particular kid that it was, like, yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. yeah, yeah. Except but, for but like to know like that it's another kid who has now yeah. inherited this back to me weeks yeah. later, like. Y- these kids are really sponges, right? Like they, yeah. they're, they're watching and listening and, and paying attention to everything you say and do when you don't want them to be listening. And when you do yeah. want them to be listening, they're not hearing a word you say. Yeah. And I think it was good also just a reminder for you because you're, you've been teaching much older, saucier kids who you can say that for sure. To, and it, it doesn't hit them the same way. Like it doesn't no, no, land no, the sure. same way. No, 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 so, sure. but I mean, I can tell you that if it was, I mean, if it was that big a deal, the kid would have told or has told their parents and they I would mean, have owned or whatever, you know, like. 
with within three minutes after it happened, yeah. I knew it wasn't a big deal. It was exactly. just like initially when I heard it come out of my oh, own mouth, like, I was yeah. like, <gasps> "You were like that was, that was, not, that was not good," <laughs> but it was it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, Sandy, thanks for the chat. Thank you, honey. All right. Well, thank you, everyone uh, who is. Uh, listening and who has been listening to us for 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 a long haul there have been a lot of people who have been listening to us from the very beginning so we really we really appreciate you we do all and right we'll chat with you next week all right bye <laughs>